Before we get going, we want to mention BattleBards at BattleBards.com. Go check them out for all your sound effect needs. They have a Prime subscription available, and by signing up for that, you get streaming access to your sounds and also tools that you can use to build soundscapes for your games. All sorts of things to choose from, and if you use our discount code STACK, you'll get 20% off of that purchase of the Prime account. We have lots of ways to contact us. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Stackadice. Our email address is stack.o.dice at gmail.com. Our wiki is vardalon.wikia.com. And we'd love to hear from you uh, on any of those media. And if you want to leave us a review, we'd definitely appreciate that. Five-star reviews are the blood of podcasts, and we would just love to be able to reach more people. And the way that you can help with that is by leaving us a review to tell people how much fun you're having with our show. This is a landmark episode in that this is the first episode of 2019. <laughs> so happy new year, everyone. Happy, happy new, year. new year. We made it, Commander. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> and in that spirit, what is your mother's maiden name, favorite color, and high school mascot, Michael? I'm not going to give you my mother's maiden name because that's like a secret code to I know, most that's all, all this is. <laughs> no. Let's jump way forward in time and imagine your character is now level 20. Oh, man. Is he, gonna, is, is he even going to make it to it's that? It's the pinnacle of attainment in D&D 5e. Michael's about to fall over from dreaming so much here. <laughs> what do you imagine he or she looks like? What, what, are, what is that character doing in retirement? Beam of pure energy. <laughs> Michael. So I've already thought about this and I have the answers. Of course, Number realistic. one, you know how Wamberbash is kind of rough and everything else, and he's got like a lot of hair, like a mane, so to speak, and he's got like a, you know, straggly, like really, really messy beard. Well, over the years, he has become more cleanly, um, but he is definitely salt and pepper. He's streaked uh, uh, gray all over the place, and his beard, everything in his hair, not full gray, but just like like streaks. Mm-hmm. Is he is he longer haired? <laughs> His hair is longer. It's still wild. His beard, though, is ta- more tame and combed, almost like if it's m- more groomed. Um, and he's got like a ring holding uh, the bottom part of his beard together. You right? would almost think he's a wizard Maybe. From, from the appearance. And by this time, he is buff. I mean, buff. Like if you took his shirt off, he's like uh. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Perfectly buttered biscuit. <laughs> no. I mean, just fantastic. He glistens all that stuff, right? However... He is clothed in a nicer, more finer leather. Um, not leather of folks that he killed or, or folks animal, that he killed? animals that he killed. No, but so he's, he's got nicely wow. fine, like leather, leather, leather well, clothing Well tailored. Yes. Yeah. And he no longer has like this rough mantle. It's more of like a, like a cape. And, um, and he's just, he's calm. He's a little bit more, uh, uh, socially, uh, apt. yeah, apt, but, but he's reserved. And I think actually as time go- has gone on, he's actually become maybe more recluse and he's constantly locked up in a room surrounded by parchments, books, scrolls, what have you. Hmm. Um, and he only interacts with folks when it's absolutely necessary. Although he's not as rude because he's learned some things along the way. Um, he re- would rather prefer to be by himself. Okay, all right. So I his won't... breath, by the way, absolutely fantastic. He got his tonsils removed. Number one. Number two, he invented something called the tic tac. 
<laughs> yes. So he's the mistech? Yes, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Or the mistick. Ooh. Or get it wrong, and it's a mistake. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Peter, tell us about, or Thane, tell oh, us about man. Peter. Well, <laughs> I imagine that well, that he's gone uh, more down the paladin. Uh, he, he's pursued, he, ever since uh, Flunmore, he has just been working towards being more paladin-like than cleric-like. He's now more like a, like a knight. He's got uh, gilt uh, plate armor. He's got he uh he wears a closed helm. Uh he has And he doesn't wear one right now, right? He doesn't okay. wear one right now. Yeah, I'm just curious. He's got a closed helm. He carries with him a kite shield with a mortar and pestle on it and a long sword. His armor is all it's it's silver and gold and green. Like with like gold trim, uh maybe like self painted on gold uh green. Like he's just like put green in places I don't really know. Like where. accents and touches. And yeah, yeah, I guess. But it's like hand painted, like not not quality painting. I mean, he's Peter, so uh, and his plume on his helmet is green. He and what has, does he do? Well, he is. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was just okay, getting to that. Gotcha. Um, but he has founded a let's see, kind of like a. A very he like through all his his adventuring, he has amassed wealth with with which he has built a large, very ornate temple. Amassed to wealth. That's that's a pretty good joke right now. You guys, I've been very parsimonious with the money. I feel like. Yeah, right. <laughs> haven't picked up any treasure Sorry. since that sunken boat. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. And and like the mummy too, but that's beside the point. Oh, the mummy. Yeah. But he has built a very large, very beautiful one of one of the wonders of uh, I almost said Tamriel. One of the wonders of Edelen, a very large, ornate temple to Vasham, and small places for the other divines too. Uh, but mostly to Vasham, there's a large grove inside that grows herbs and trees and plants. Uh, it's it's almost like a greenhouse. He's got several greenhouses as well that all grow medicinal things for healing and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he, in his older years, he has also spent much time just just finding plants, trying them out, do, uh, figuring out what, they're u- what they can be used for. Mm-hmm. And he's developed many different medicines for all kinds of different uh, diseases and discomforts. Cool. Thank you. And Meredith, how about Tira? <laughs> I've wondered what you've been thinking about. <laughs> well, these I saved two you for last. Go- well, these two are going on. I was thinking to myself, and my answer is I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. I Hasn't helped the Ironstag delve at all? Do you return home? Do you see yourself going back home after yes. all your adventures? Yes. Uh, do you see yourself staying a barbarian the entire time? Did you marry Homeboy? Remember that guy who likes you? Chiswick. Chiswick. <laughs> Chiswick. <laughs> I tell you this. Um, a gal that uh, we follow each other on Instagram, and I kind of sent her to our um, podcast, and she was like, 
uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I forget, she she said something like, I just finished episode whatever, I forget which one it was. She said, I totally shipped Tira and Chizik. And I was like, <laughs> I said, you are the first person who's ever said anything like that. Second. And I hadn't even thought of <laughs> this it. This is where the fanfic comes yeah, in. Yeah. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No joke. Oh, no. But I hadn't even thought of that, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. She's like, I totally shipped Tira and Chizik, which I found actually doubly hilarious because I always felt like any time that we had a scene where I was supposed to be talking with Chiswick because I knew that the backstory was supposed to be that we were great friends and it was at the very beginning of my time playing and so I was super uh, you know Formal. unsure of everything I did and I had no idea how to talk to him oh, no, well every time you chemistry. started you would say well mayor I know I'm like well, so mayor. mayor because I couldn't remember his name that's why it's written on behind the, the mirror it was well honey it was all chemistry <laughs> you guys are hilarious it reeked of chemistry oh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and re-listen to those episodes and see what everybody's talking about I need to I add some harp it. sounds and some. <laughs> yeah I don't remember it but I mean, as far as like picturing how Tyr is going to look at level 20, I have no idea what being level 20 means in that's, that just D&D means other you've reached than your that, peak. Well, really, other than just, like, it's just the highest you can get and it's years away. And I'm like, okay, so what kind of, you guys are talking about what, this is what kind of garb and armor. And I'm like, I don't even know what the stuff is. And that's fine. Uh, let's say that Tyr's adventuring days are done and okay. she can pursue whatever she wants uh, does thinking, she come back? Does she come back injured to the point where she can no longer walk easily? You know that kind um, of stuff. Well, what I, what just occurred to me just now is I'm thinking if if level twenty is like years away, you know, Bomberbash is all gray haired and he's all old and junk. I'm thinking about the time that she gets back, her dad has died. Hmm. Wow, um, that's sad. I know. I know, but that's it's just that—that that seems like if that much time passes before I'm yeah, level but, twenty. But, but dwarves live longer. I was than just humans. gonna say. I was gonna add that dwarves are, are about three hundred fifty years lifespan. So while they continue to age and get older, you're not nearly as visibly getting older. Well, actually, okay. I don't because I'm on the immortal path. Oh no, you still age. I don't. <laughs> and I'm going on the See, wiki See, that's what I'm talking about, there. folks. I don't know what I'm talking about. Here I'm like, I'm thinking about the time I get back, my dad is dying. You're like, no, he lived for 500 years, so you're good. I'm like, oh, okay. So no. even that, I'm like, ah, this, oh, so she comes home and she assumes his well, chief I mean, role, but that's not going to happen because he's still he, alive. He could have died of other There's all causes. sorts of things that could happen, yeah. Mining you accident. Do you guys just like pointing out how little I know about no, this stuff? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's but my yeah. greatest joy. It's, 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 there's possibilities. Open, expand your mind. Here, here's a little. I suggest <laughs> that you're like, no, that really wouldn't happen because dwarves are long lived. I say, oh, okay, wouldn't happen. Well, no, he could have been killed. Well, which is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you, Tira. <laughs> I was mainly saying that dwarves are longer lived than humans, so that you would understand that they are aging and you're not aging as quickly. I was, I was looking at it that way. Well, maybe that's what we have to look forward to in the future. Oh, <laughs> Some indeterminate so future for Tira, if you can make sense of all that nonsense that just got... I'm going to take on an apprentice. You know what? I think that's actually really good to have done because not, because really I had no real goals for Peter, but now I do. <laughs> you never thought of it before you came up with all that. I'm, see, I'm an idiot. Well, uh, Mom. Mom. I'm having an apprentice, and it's going to be Peter's son. By a woman he has no idea. He didn't even know how it happened. He just is going to have a son somehow, apparently. <laughs> Immaculate and I'm gonna take him conception. On, and I'm going to torture him. I'm going to let you see this pan. 
hit yourself over the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have to look forward to, False. folks. I will never have a son. <laughs> It'll be a daughter. And now let's get on to the episode. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Hello, stackers. I'm Rhett, the dungeon master of this 5th edition D&D adventure set in the homebrewed world of Vardalon. With me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamerbash Benson Mom. Thane as Peter Greyhawk. Last time, the party made it to the port city of Sawa'udila. After an admittedly hurried trip through the city, shivied along by Ahad, a representative of Sadia, they boarded the Salahid and set sail for the distant city of Ebendale. Who's ready to tell a story? Me. 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 Oh, we should have done like an acapella. Me, 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 me. Me. Snow. <laughs> it won't be long before <laughs> go to sleep. On board the ship, you spend the first day making your way southward along the coast. Again, this is not really a huge seafaring ship. It's made more for coastal travel to carry bulk goods. The sailors are passing the time in the evening by telling stories. You hear one story being told of an afrit and a djinn and of the adventures that somebody got into being around them. It's always interesting to you to hear stories from different lands about the various mythological creatures they have and the monsters and things that they put into their stories. But that's not how Cinderella goes. Toward the end of daylight, so twilight is settling across the water. Land is just barely visible off to your right, and Ahad comes and stands at the port rail and looks off with a concerned look on his face. What is it, Ahad? <laughs> Sorry. Ahad? I am afraid we are going to have terrible weather tomorrow. What makes you say that? Do you feel the wind blowing from the west? I feel the wind, I say, as I stand behind Womberbash. <laughs> if you felt my wind, son, you'd be dead. <laughs> is that Shrek? <laughs> Close what he goes on to tell you is that the warm wind coming out of the desert, colliding with the cooler winds coming in off the ocean, typically makes for either very rainy or very foggy weather. And that's about it. I mean, he's just concerned about the safety of his ship. Hey, Peter, why don't you pray to Visham for, like, better weather? She's not the she's not the deity of weather. What is the deity of weather? So she's weather? not powerful enough to control weather? She's the goddess of healing. Can she heal the weather from being sick? Well, you could say that we are under the weather. <laughs> but no, I don't think... I, Vasham has any has any authority over this aspect. There is Ardenel. Uh, you know, Peter, uh, she is the goddess of the moon, the stars, and travel. Would I be able to pray for her and have my prayers heard? Yeah. In a pantheon, all gods are available. And in fact, many people 
even those aligned with what are called the suite of harmony, pray to the dark gods on occasion. They pray to the god of death on the death of a loved one, that kind of thing. Um, so you're free to pray to anyone. We haven't really discussed Ardenals, so we don't really know much but about you what would is, know. Well, I, mean, I mean, you were the religious I'd, guy. I'll have to make something up for me a second here. Moon, stars, and travel, right? Well, I'm going to ask for a pair of boots. Does anyone have any extra pairs um, of boots or something like that? I mean, I'm wearing boots. Can I have them? What do you need them for? Just, just really quickly. All right. I kick my boots off, kind of with a interested expression on my face. And she right. shoves them over your way. They come sliding across. All right. So I take the right boot, and on the heel, I inscribe a. What are you doing to my boot? No, no I, 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 t- I take out like a. I, I cut off the heel. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to take like a, a sharp pointy thing. I'm going to inscribe in the heel of the right boot the, a symbol of the moon. Uh, and on the left heel of the left boot, a symbol of a star. I'm going to go to the prow of the boat. I'm going to put them together, just like side by side on the ground in front of me. I'm going to get onto my knees and I'm going to pray to Ardenel. Okay. Is there anything Sprinkling some holy water over the boots. Is there anything in particular you want to say? Oh, great Ardenel, guardian of those who travel, coordinator of the dances among the heavens. <laughs> I pray to thee, may your strong right hand be over us as we travel, that we may not be halted by weather. Peter is not saying this very loudly. And so you just see him go up there, kneel down in the prow of the boat at first for one brief moment to where you're afraid he's going to just toss your boots over. (laughs) But then he just sets them on the deck and kneels down, forehead touching. And you hear him mumbling something, and then he stands, and what do you do next? I'm going to toss the boots overboard. (laughs) (laughs) Accept these offerings. (laughs) I am. I am. I'm throwing the boots over. Peter, what are you doing? You hear hear a couple of splashes as the boots hit the water. You said you were just getting them for a minute. Why did you do that? I checked out. You owe me restitution. I love it. That's so cool. It's part of the ceremony. I'm sorry. Cross off boots off my inventory list. He's just trying to lighten your load a little bit. Peter. (laughs) <laughs> that can be problematic if you don't get some boots when we go. You need to, you, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> Meanwhile, his toes are wiggling in his comfy boots. <laughs> so do you have socks on your feet or are you just barefoot? Yeah, no, I had socks. Have I wear invented, boots without socks. Have they invented socks yet? What color are your socks? Pink. No. Oh. I hadn't thought about that. Gray, I guess. Black with little skulls on them. (laughs) I guess Tira is a little put out by what just happened. Yeah, I'm going to stomp off. Do I have like a little uh, bunker? What have I been laying in or sitting in? You've been sitting on the deck, but yes, there is a berth. Uh, like like a uh, it's a hammock. hammock. (laughs) All I could think of was canopy, and I'm like, that's not it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's on the next deck down. All right, I'm just gonna. I shoot him a really, really angry look, and I'm just going to stomp flat-footed off to my little hammock. As you make your way toward the entrance to the next deck, you overhear a couple of sailors. 
they look a little concerned as they're talking. They're talking quietly, but they look a little nervous. I notice that, you said. All right. I almost don't want to... I'm not sure how in character it would be for me to... I'm really mad. He just tossed my boots overboard. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? You should just, no, I'm just saying. You just say that. So what's wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> he just threw my boots What's wrong with you, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that actually makes sense. So I'm kind of stomping by and huffling. I notice that and I say, what's your problem? They look at you and one of them points over at the captain. I look. He is still standing at the railing looking out, but he's speaking quietly to his first mate. And I guess the two of you, Peter and Wamberbash, you're within earshot of them. Um, You can hear the captain saying, well, they have been getting bolder. So they hear the captain saying that, but I don't? Right. I was going the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I basically get nothing out of that exchange other than to look yeah. over there and see that. And I just yeah. I throw my hands up and just keep going. Okay. So you stump your way down yep. the ladder into yep. the lower deck. Hey, Peter, can you hear what they're saying? Talking about somebody getting bolder. Uh, excuse me, uh, Captain, sir. May I ask who are getting bolder? Recently, there have been attacks on ships along the coast. That's why we have these, and he gestures to the two ballistae, which have been loaded since, and they have a very wicked, heavy bolt in both of them. Hmm. Uh, They're not drawn back. You would wait to do that until the moment arises, but they are ready, about as ready as they can be. They're also uh, windlassed into place, and so they're made to recoil, and the ropes hold them, keep them from rolling all over the deck. Achad tells you, we don't know who they are, but they are very coordinated. I smell a fight that's going to happen in this episode. Did you say that to... That was me, not Peter. So. Um, how come they didn't tell us this before we got on board? Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. I wish Tara was here so she could kill this guy. I was told not... <laughs> <laughs> I was told not to tell you. By who? <laughs> By, By the, the Dungeon, dungeon Master. master. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you, Dungeon Master! <laughs> Did you mean... <laughs> so, that's it. I mean, there just seems to be a lot of unrest on board the ship, especially with the onset potential onset of bad weather. Did I finally untangle all these lines, by the way? <laughs> no, you're still working. Okay. Here. Your, ha- your nails are bleeding from <laughs> picking at the rope. With no, it, with this, it's done. With okay. this, your newfound... Threat, I'm going to go ask here if I can borrow one other, th- uh, another thing from Are you kidding me? She's going to be like, no! <laughs> I'm not going to throw it overboard. I promise. She's almost asleep when you no. get down there no, and I'm you not, wake I'm her not, up. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> well, you come in here after for one more thing. Not, I'll I'm give not. you something. <laughs> Whop. Flat side of my ex. No, no, I'm, I'm not. Okay. All right. So is there anything else you want to do? No, I'm just sitting. I'm sitting on deck just looking out, enjoying the... Uh, Enjoying the air and the breeze. Okay, and it it feels great. The warm air coming from the west, the cool air coming from the east, it meets kind of where you are. And so it, it's a pleasant sensation of comfort. And the, the feel of the air moving and the slap of the lines against the masts, all that, all that stuff. And this is salt water or fresh yes, water? Yes, salt. Okay. Without realizing it, you each 
slip into slumber. Uh, Tira makes sense for you. Maybe Walmer, Bash, and Peter at some point. Either you're sitting on deck and fall asleep, or you decide to go find your own hammock down below. But at any rate, you do all fall asleep when all of a sudden you hear a pounding of feet and shouts. I'm, I'm up, and I am up. <coughs> and, like, I have my... I'm, like, putting on my armor before I'm even out of my hammock. What's going on? You can't make heads or tails of it from down below. I'm on... I'm on... I, I fell asleep on deck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You open your eyes, and even though you understand what's going on immediately, it, it feels as though you haven't opened your eyes. It is like a wall of fog all around you. Your clothing is damp. Uh, it's just... It, it, it has pervaded everything. Mm. And you find you're in the middle of an impenetrable fog wall. Small sounds, like the squeak as the helm's wheel makes tiny adjustments, or the low murmurs of the sails, the creak of the rigging ropes, they seem unnaturally amplified and close in the heavy air. You awaken in time to see the captain ordering one of his sailors to the bow, and you begin to lose sight of her form as she crawls out on the bowsprit, deftly avoiding the various ropes attached there. When she settles in place a mere 70 feet away, she's hardly distinguishable in the fog. It's that thick. The captain is back at the helm. His hands are on the wheel and he's gripping tightly. And even though he tries to maintain an air of quiet confidence, you can tell there's a bit of a grim determination about him. The set of his jaw or maybe the the terseness of his answers seem to indicate that he, not all is as under control as he wants it to seem. I'm up on deck by now Yes, yes as same. well. Um, Your feet are cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I can't, can I see any more or can I see any further? No, this... Uh, I mean, it's the middle of the night, so it is dark. No, it's, it's morning. It's early morning. Okay. Uh, they do have like a, like a comp, like a, a binnacle, right? compass so they kind of know what direction they're going mm-hmm. right yeah um so as long as they've got that they can more more than likely stay away from the shore we're not going to crash into something right okay okay yeah they seem very sure of where they are they take soundings every so often to make sure they're not drifting into the sandbars or into the shallows as you're all kind of looking about to figure out what's going on you hear a voice call back sharply it seems to be the the lookout from four in the ship something is coming you peer forward and after another few moments you begin to make out a dark shape looming ahead and slightly to your left Ooh, does my danger sense (laughs) (laughs) danger tira ironsteg tira what do your elven eyes i'm sorry what do your dwarven eyes see (laughs) i don't know my toes sense that uh it is cold The captain at the helm sees the dark shape, and it's uncomfortably close. It it just looms right out of the fog that close. It appears to be a ship, bro. He sees it and furiously pulls at the wheel. The ship lurches as the rudder cuts underwater, and sailors' voices rise in question. Achad forestalls panic, however, with a series of smooth commands. The sailors leap into action, some readying the ballista, others trimming sail and testing ropes. The feeling in the air is one of excited tension. And then you get close enough, uh, by, by bringing the ship a little to starboard, the, the Salahid actually runs alongside a ship that is listing in the water. One of the masts is broken clean off. 
The other one that's intact has tattered remains of sails. And on deck, on the opposite ship, as the two ships bob next to each other at different intervals, you make out some formless lumps on the deck of the other ship. How close are we? You're quickly moving closer and closer, especially as the captain orders grapnels to be thrown across to bring the ships together. Is it close enough for me to scramble across? Yes. I scramble across. I'm I'm going with her. There are people over there that need help, and I run. Get with me, Peter. (laughs) I want you to do an athletics check to see if you can make that jump without falling. Unless I roll really abysmally, this should work. (laughs) It's a DC of 12. All right. I got yes. a 15, so it's actually a 21. Okay. I'm going with her. Tira, you vault over the rail on the Salahid, and you land cleanly on the other deck, and around you you can see what look like dead bodies just mm-hmm. scattered across the deck of the ship in various states of death. Uh, I, start, I start checking each one to see if anyone's alive. No one is. No one You, you move from alive. body to body, and no one on the deck is alive. Excuse me, excuse me. I'm a priest of Asham. I need to get over to that boat. Hey, guys. I wasted a natural 20. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Peter, not content with vaulting over the rail, climbs up the mast, grabs a rope, and swings across. Wait! Dramatic music is playing in the background. Does he get 20? Yes, he does. <sighs> and he finishes with a double gainer <laughs> to land on the deck with a flourish. A three-point landing, mind you. Oh, a three-point landing. My mistake. (laughs) Okay, so Peter, you are on board the Hulk, the opposite ship. (laughs) Tira's giving me a look. (laughs) What are you doing here? I'm testing out my boots. (laughs) 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 Um, I'm I'm going to not answer her and just go through the bodies, just look, you know, check pulses. I've already checked them all. They're all dead. I'm what about go- below deck? I'm actually going to go below deck. <laughs> okay. Walmart Bash, you're content to stay. I am. Okay. <laughs> Peter, you uh, head down the wooden stairs, and as you step on the first one, you realize these are slick. And With what? Blood. Uh, I'm still up on deck, and I am kind of crouching low around and seeing if I see any signs of movement as far as whoever might have done this. Where's his thumb? As you crouch down, um, your fingers come in contact with the decking and it's immediately sticky. Your hands are just coated in... I just keep going. ...congealing blood. Thump also comes across. Let me go ahead and see if he does it successfully. He does. Hmm. He comes across and stands there with you, Tira, and he is... Get down, get down. He kneels down next to you. As he does, you can scent uh, a sulfury smell coming off of him. That's his food. Sulfur smell, the sulfur smell. We had to figure that one out. What was it? I forget. Danger. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, definitely, definitely. You may want to keep a list of his smells. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, which ones are the ones we figured out already? So, Green Meadows, yes. I'll run through the list of smells. There was baking bread. There baking was... bread is his happiness. Is it? Yeah. Did we figure that out or he's mm-hmm. just guessing? Yeah. I believe we figured that out. Happiness slash comfort. It was like stale dirt or something. Was it yeah, called? Dust, dust and dirt kind yeah, of Yeah, dust and no. dirt, yeah. There was... Uh, vinegar. There... Vinegar, which we definitely have not done because that was new. 
There was the curling wisp of perfume. Right, that's a question mark. Chanel 5, just that one's called Chanel 5. There was uh, sulfur. That was followed by sweat. Mm-hmm. Fear. Sweat, yep. It wasn't fear or... or you, it was more like like hard labor, like sl- yeah. like slavery, I think. Right, that's what you linked. I thought it with. that's what he. But well, I, I was linking it with. Um, you can link the way he slave. felt about. Yeah. You know, when we mentioned that, he's like, "Oh no, I don't want to go back to that, or I don't want to be in that, or whatever." Well, this, this is. Um, it's very open to interpretation at this point. Okay. So one of you may have something different, and that's fine. The New American Standard translation says mm-hmm. it means slavery. Which is from the original. <laughs> Scent lexicon. Yeah. Then there was petrichor. Yeah. Or the rain on hot ground smell. There was smoke. And then the grassy meadow. Okay, so vinegar, petrichor, and smoke are the only ones that I can't, either I'm not remembering or I don't think we got, we got definitive... There was also a hot dust smell. There was a hot dust smell? I don't know what that one is either. What about hot mess? Is there a smell? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you smell like a hot mess. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so anyway, going back, I yeah. smell the what again? The, the sulfur? Yes. So he's crouched down alongside me, and I smell the sulfur. Other sailors have come across, and they're milling about on the deck trying to figure out, and you can hear they're... They're getting very agitated. Can, Shh, get down. Be quiet. Can, can you tell how long this is, like how long it was that I this happened? You didn't come over. I know, I'm yelling. I can, can Don't I, yell. They know we're make, here. Can I make an investigation check to figure out how long uh, they've been dead? You are down the steps. You're on the next deck down, and it appears this may be the only other deck on the ship. Uh and you can just see more of the same bodies everywhere. Some that look like they were trying to flee for these stairs. In fact, at the bottom, there's a hand resting on the bottom stair like the person fell trying to get up and out of the out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do an investigation check. And why don't you do that with advantage because of your Vasham background? Yeah. That is a uh, 17. More than enough. It's been... About two or three hours. Um, okay. Two or three hours? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they could right. still be around here. Yeah. Again, danger sense. Like, that's why I'm trying to get down and stay low in case they're still on board. Or I can tell if this is a, some kind of a weird ruse or whatever. Yeah, it's nothing is jangling. Okay. Um, obviously, you're already on edge because of the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... Again, the fog really makes everything feel closed in, like you're in a, in a separate world almost. Even as Womberbash is on the ship next to this one, all you can see is his dark form calling questions over to you. Can I, um, I, I'd like to use keen senses. Um, it's my eyes and ears become uh, more sensitive. I gain, um, I'm sorry, perfect senses, sorry. Um, I gain a keen sense of smell and instinct to detect prairie. I can even see invisible creatures and objects within 10 feet um, if I'm not blinded. So I'd like to be able to try to maybe smell them out or maybe see a little further beyond fog. Um, that would extend, um, or that I would spend three side points for that. All right. you, want to, you want me to roll anything? Yeah. Um, 
go ahead and roll with disadvantage. The smell of blood to your expanded uh, okay. senses is overwhelming. Man, it went on 19 and then just rolled one more over. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to detect anything. Do, it's it, not a do it one more time. Okay. It's the same number. Okay. You definitely don't detect anything. Uh, it's... Do I see 10 more feet, at least, beyond uh, the fog? <laughs> How long does this last? Is it a minute? doesn't say. There's got to be a duration. Um, no, it, it doesn't say. Okay. You're all just completely uncertain about what happened here. The, the bodies are torn. They're, it's, it's a charnel house. And then, looming out of the fog to your northeast... You see a ship with full rigging silently cut through the fog. Do I see that? Towards us? Yes, okay. coming towards you. The first thing you notice is that the sails are completely black. Something's coming! Where? Where? Right there! You're able to make out the black square sails. The mainsail is particularly noteworthy. On its rough canvas is the form of a wriggling eel, its teeth sharp and eyes bulging. The design is sloppy and has apparently been done in haste, but the handiwork is all the more terrifying for the crudeness of its execution. As it looms towards you, you can hear bloodthirsty cries coming from the deck of that ship. They are on a collision course with this... With the wrecked ship? With this wreck. I spend two side points, and I automatically take on Bestial Hide. Well... I assume that I hear the voices and the You hear noise. cries from above decks. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to actually rush up the stairs to at least see what's going on. Okay, your foot slips on the first step, but oh, after no. that, um, what's your, your passive perception is 13? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, you come up, and as you come up, uh, you notice that the broken off mast, which is partly in the water and partly still on on deck here, has an eel nailed to it. Lovely. Oh, it's a sign. And as the ship rams home into this hulk, you can tell a couple of things. First of all, the prow of that ship has been reinforced with metal, so it's made for this kind of thing. Secondly, the sailors on board that ship just immediately start leaping over and onto this one. On each of the enemy sailors' faces, you see a tattoo of a snake-like eel printed on the face and climbing down the neck. Death Eaters? On the tattoo, you notice that one eye is black and one eye is white. Womberbash, you had been doing some reading on ships, right? Why don't you roll me a perception check? 14. Something seems a bit off. Okay. At first, it's difficult to figure out for sure, but then you realize this ship does not have a full crew on it. Okay. Which one, the wrecked one or the, the one that's coming in? The one that's coming in. So as the soldier uh, sailors are piling off of the black-sailed ship and onto this wreck, you're doing a quick head count almost subconsciously, and you realize... The ship, this ship is too big for this size crew. It yes. should be more people. Yes. Okay. Let's roll for initiative. 13. 9. 16. 
is Peter's turn first, then Tira, then Wamberbash, and then the Sailors. Hmm. Let's see. I think I'm just going with like thaumaturgy to try and intimidate them with my with a loud voice. And are there any fires anywhere, like torches or lanterns or anything? No. You're not even on our ship. No. Hmm. Well, uh, then I'm just gonna go with loud voice, and I'm just going to say, "Turn back or suffer the wrath of Asham." Do you want to do anything? I am also going to see if I can whack somebody close to me. Okay. Preferably a bad sailor. <laughs> That's what I figured. Uh, one of them has moved within range of your mace. Eleven. Your mace swings, and just as you think you're about to make contact, the sailor sees it coming and shifts his feet back quickly, making the mace just miss him. Probably because I yelled right next to him. Let me do a quick check here. Those nearest to you who heard the voice boom out in the fog like that fall back a couple steps. They're going to forfeit their turn this round. So three sailors nearest to you were affected by that. By the way, how many are there approximately? You are having problems seeing. Womberbash, with his keen senses, has a better idea. Okay. You know of at least three in your immediate area. Okay. Tira, it is your turn. All right. The sheer carnage... On this ship, combined with the sudden appearance of these people pouring over the prow and coming towards us to attack, sends Tyr into a rage. Yes. Instantly. And the loss of her boots, too. Yeah. Yeah, she's not really concerned about that right now. Um, She'll get you back later for that. Yeah, right. Oh, no. All right, so... Don't fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All these poor people around me dead in such hideous ways so i just gets my blood pumping and i start to see red and go into a rage and just pull out my fancy axe and uh run into the horde gotcha you see four of them heading right for you i guess i'm just gonna swing big and see if i can't just swipe across all four of them i don't know (laughs) well if you hit one and Uh can drop him to zero with one hit, or if you get a critical, you get a free attack. That's true. Not a critical hit. Was <gasps> oh, that a one? No. Yes. <laughs> I thought it looked like this. I thought it was a seven. Now I looked at it and went, "Nope, that's a one." Mm. Oh, that's bad. <sighs> one or a two, you drop your axe onto the deck. Three or a four, you hit a friendly sailor. Five or a six. Nothing happens. Seven, eight, or nine. You hit Peter. That won't be so bad. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I rolled a seven. You swing your axe, and you connect with something and hear a cry immediately from your right. And it's it's magnified, too, because the effect hasn't ended. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch! Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, great. And twist it a little at the end. All right. Please tell me it's not max damage. No, but it's oh, pretty phew. high. 13 total. <laughs> you feel searing pain erupt in your side as Tira's axe cuts into you. <laughs> Tira, why? <laughs> That's for my boots! No, just kidding. I don't say that. <laughs> as you cut off my left all arm. You, all yeah. you hear is her labored breathing. You can tell yeah, she's... I don't- you can tell she's in her rage right now. I don't think I, at this point I even know that it was Peter I hit. You're just flailing. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. 
Womber Bash, it is your turn. You're on on the other deck, the deck of the Salahid. How, how, what's the distance between my the ship I'm on and the uh, eel pirate ship? Uh, you would have to cross the deck of the wreck okay. in order to get to it. Yeah. And that's going to be about 20 feet away. Fantastic. Uh, can I mighty leap onto it? Uh, you can, but you're going to need to do an athletics check because of the rigging okay. on both sides. So it's going to be a DC of 12 to okay. avoid all of that. I'm going to jump onto the pirate ship. Do it. Are you, though? Apparently, I am not. <laughs> it was a seven. You jump, and almost immediately you feel... Tangled and tangled. Tangled, yes. You're just caught up in the in the rope, and you've got an arm hung through <laughs> the rope ladder <laughs> and a leg draped over another uh, stay rope. <laughs> okay. So you're just dangling up there, and is there anything you want to say while you're up there? <laughs> um, Tira, where are you? <laughs> Help, I've come up and I can't get down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's the Salahid sailors' turn. This is what they had been fearing. They had been fearing an attack like this. One of them makes contact with one of the sailors. Good sailors are attacking bad sailors. Another one makes contact. You hear a couple of them strike home. And there are cries in the fog uh, as you hear wet sounds and all sorts of nastiness going on all around you. And then it's the bad sailor's turn. There were four of them coming in your direction, Tira. Yes. Uh, One of them would have hit you, but his companion rolled a one, and so they go down in a tangle on the deck. The next two, stepping over them, hit you for a total of... 13, but you take half of that, so you take six points of damage. You round down. All right, so seven points of damage taken from that attack. Peter, you're gasping after Tira's savage attack on you. Oh, my goodness. And one of the ones charging at you rolls a critical hit. What on earth? For six points of damage. His sword flickers past your defense. And scores you on the other side. So now you've got an axe in one side and a sword in the other. And Guys, what on earth? The other one misses. Okay, so it's back to the top, Peter. Mm. From above, you can hear plaintive cries for help. And from your left, you hear Tira's labored breathing. And from yourself, you hear... Mm. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay. I haven't pulled my axe out of his side. You have. Okay. It's like, guys, You're like, too busy salivating and, and breathing hard and <laughs> spitting. And... She's spitting on my wound. I'm going to cast Thunderous Smite on my weapon. Okay. And then I'm going to attack with it. All right. The one that hits you? Or, yeah, a- anyone really. I don't think it worked. That's going to be a seven total. What did you roll? A three. Okay. As long as it's not a one. And basically, I have a minute uh, to hit with oh, okay. this mic before, so I have like before it dissipates. Ten, ten rounds. Okay, before. wow, that's a long time. Your mace whistles through the air, and the fellow that hit you is a, is a particularly nasty-looking specimen, and he leers at you with a mouth that has quite a few less teeth than it should. Three collective <laughs> teeth. His... Rancid breath washes over you in a fog of its own. (laughs) 
It's kind of slightly green. Tira, it is your turn, followed right. by Womber Bash. Do I have to send out my You have to mom? hit first. Okay. When you hit, then your mom takes then effect. she helps out. Okay. All right. I'm just, just continuing to slice the air. Like I said, I didn't really notice who it was that I hit. Yep. Um, I'm just swinging. I'm going to lay into whoever I just hit. <laughs> no, no. I'm going for the guys right in front of me. It's I like thought. the pinata effect. Twelve. That is a hit. <laughs> yes. Okay. Alrighty. The haze of your... come by mom. <laughs> yeah. You're, you see a greenish haze issue from your axe mm-hmm. and your mom's form stands there and then wraps her arms around the figure. Again, if, mm-hmm. in a previous episode, we established the enemies can't see this, but you right. can. Right. I see it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, that's going to be 14 points of damage. The sailor goes down. And because of that, using your great weapon expertise, you get to take another free attack. Yay. You see him go down, and there's a surge of energy, yeah. adrenaline that rushes through you. And, and you take your axe back and... and use the backstroke. Okay, so I'm just coming, coming back the other direction. Yep. 20! That oh is goodness. a hit. I should think so! <laughs> you will... For seven points of damage. And again, you roll, you roll it twice. Yes. I do? Because yeah. it's a 20. Yeah. Oh! What was the first one? Two. Two. Seven. It was seven. Seven plus your second roll was? Eight. Okay, I thought it was a nine. No. Seven and eight is 15. Okay. There's nothing left of this guy. (laughs) Uh, I hope he was a bad guy. (laughs) He was. Okay. (laughs) Actually, he was a good guy. It was Peter. He was one of our sailors. It was Peter. (laughs) You chop through and there's a splash from down below off the side of the ship. Tira, uh, do you want to say anything at this moment? I mean, or, uh, or just or just yell. Yeah, no, just just a rebel yell there. Okay. Wamberbash. Wamberbash, it's your turn. All right, I'm gonna like like let go, get my hand out from the ropes, and like like just jump down. Okay, that's gonna be your movement for this turn to extricate yours or half your movement. I'm sorry. Okay. So you can get over to the deck of the other ship with a successful dexterity athletics check. Okay. Of twelve. I'm going to try to go toward what I think looks like um, Tira, because I need something for her. Let's look for the flying red braid. Wow. Five. Maybe the pitch of the ship or something. You try and swing your leg over, and the gravity, there's a sudden dip at the backside of the ship. Whoa. whoa. Yeah, yeah, you lose your balance just a little bit. Okay. Uh, So you're not making it over this time. I choose to go again, actually. That's nice. Because I didn't like my last one. So. <laughs> you can go when it's your turn. All right. The bad sailors, I'm sorry, the good sailors attack. One of them hits. One more. Nothing. So the, the good sailors are swinging and not really connecting. Okay. The bad sailors, Tira, you have two left and are looking very uncertain about their situation. Okay. Now, do these guys have disadvantage if they're attacking other people or does it have to be a specific person? No. Uh, your, your mother's not attached to anyone right now because both of the guys that she would have been are uh-huh. dead. Okay. So you have to hit another one before she moves to that new target. Okay. They're both attacking you. One, these are the two that are on the deck. One rolled a two. The other one rolled a one. Ooh. Yes. So it's like the crabs in the so bucket the one thing. one guy kills the other. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, you know what? They're just so mad at each other that they start scrapping right there on the deck. 
Yes. Sounds yeah. like sailors. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them knifes the other one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, you little... Yeah, exactly. And so that prompts a response, not nearly as strong. Peter? Yes, that is me. Well, I should say that my situation is indeed dire, so I will cast Cure Wounds on myself. Mm-hmm. 15 points of health is restored to my character. Uh-oh. I forgot all about Thump. He might be hiding off to the side, though. Yeah, he doesn't, that. he doesn't seem much like a combatant type. Actually, if he's a dragonborn, though, he should be able to do some damage. He emits some serious smells. Hey, especially if he has breathing fire. Mm. What? Actually, I looked up what he was because of his... He's br- bronze. Right, oh, it's he's... lightning. It's lightning. Okay. Yeah, it's lightning. He has lightning breath or something if he's bronze. If he's brass, it would be fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got his character sheet right here, and I'm not even thinking about it. <laughs> oh, you made a whole character sheet for him. Wait, he's a fighter? You stay out. Sorry. <laughs> you don't belong over here. You see that wall? You can't see beyond you can't you can't see behind that wall. It's a nice wall. Thank you very much. He'll take his turn next. Peter, you healed yourself yeah, for I how much? I healed myself, so now I only have four points of damage on Great. Me. Okay. So the the vines come up from the deck and they wrap around your legs and come up and they bind you and again anybody near you sees this and they're just amazed they actually have a bit of a red red tinge to them seeing as they're coming up from the deck which is so uh drenched is that all you're doing yes okay tira the two that were fighting amongst themselves are they're still alive right Yes. And they're right in front of me? Yes. They're not paying any attention to me? Nope. I'm swinging. <laughs> hmm. uh, 17. That's a hit. Whoo, 16 points of damage. She's dead, and you can... I get to do it again! Yep. Gotta swing for the other guy. Yep. Why you, you stole my kill. <laughs> one! Please not me, please not me, please not me. Peter just gets done wiping off yeah. his hands. <laughs> I lop his head off. Okay, you drop your axe. I guess okay. maybe some of the, the blood or the moisture in the air has caused your head And handle. the ferocity with which I'm swinging it. Yeah. <laughs> it goes sailing across, and it you, you see it katunk and quiver in the mass that's still standing. I got another axe. <laughs> I'll get that one when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so it's not far from Peter. Peter, you feel a whoosh as the axe comes right by your head, and it's quivering in the mast right next to you. Oh, boy. Lomberbash, it's no, your it's turn. No, thump, it's Thump. No, oh, he's going to oh, go okay, after you. Okay. All right, well, I'm just going to try to make it onto the other ship at this point. I'm not going to do anything fancy. I'm just going to walk. By the time the right, right. ends, he's still trying to... So, I mean, do I have to roll to get onto the ship still? Or... Yeah. Okay. Uh, 17. You clamber over easily yes. and find yourself <laughs> a little bit behind Tira. Uh, and okay. you can just see... Am I close to anybody? There are no enemies immediately in front of you. Tira seems to have this sector pretty well locked down. Okay. Over by Peter, though, you can see three vague shapes in the fog. So you're welcome to move over there. Um, I'm going to move and cross over to get onto the pirate ship. Okay. All right. You make your way across the deck, and I'm going to say that you go by the one that's still on the deck that Tira was aiming for but okay. missed. He takes a swipe at your leg, rolls a one. Yes. This is this is nasty. Uh, so he's actually going to miss 
and just lose his grasp on his dagger, and it's going to go sliding across the deck. Okay. Can I growl on him on my way over? Yes. Okay. And you, and you can embellish that later. The on. enemy has now been growled at. <laughs> yes. I can just see you purposely walking yeah, yeah, by yeah. and just giving him that exactly that hate look. Tira, from behind you, uh, because Thump came over and was standing next to you. So next to you, you can smell the damp stone smell that he associated with you. Oh yeah. At the yeah. name giving. Yeah. And then there is a smell that cuts through the confusion that's going on all the noise and all the all the weirdness that's going on it looks like he's about to attack but he points at you and a smell like hot honey cuts through the air it's it's something that is just able to get through all the the smell confusion okay use your reaction to make one weapon attack and you get to roll this to add to the damage roll if you hit all right, so I'm rolling my 21st? Yes. Okay. Uh, 18. Oh, no, no, no. I just got me my other axe because my great axe is in the... So so it's 17. Oh, That's a hit. only a 17. Okay. And so I... Roll, roll damage and the superiority this die. This and this. Uh, so it's 10 plus 4, 14 plus 7. 21. 21. <laughs> what on <laughs> earth? Uh... Let's just say that that does not end nicely for the sailor on the deck. <laughs> okay. Splurch. So with that, you feel a pat on your shoulder. Uh-huh. And then Thump turns his attention back to the Salahid, because at just that moment, you hear sailors on board the Salahid crying out. And in the fog, you can see several gleams on the far side of that ship as several grapnels come up over the railing. Was there another ship? Yeah, there are the longboats. There are longboats that have come up on the other side. They In the fog, they have circled around the Salahid. And now you hear cries as more of the enemy sailors come climbing up the ropes to fight on the deck of the Salahid. I just got over here. <laughs> so now you're on the pirate ship. <laughs> yep. All right. So now it is the good sailor's turn. One of them hits one of Peter's three for three points of damage. And that one misses. So there are still two sailors left on this pirate ship. You don't know how many are on, are on this wreck. You don't know how many are on the black sail ship. And then you've got more, some unknown number, climbing up onto the Salahid from longboats. Okay. The two facing Peter, one of them overcomes his amazement at what you've just done peter but not enough and the other one sees thump standing there it's he's the tallest target around and leaps over at him with a wickedly sharp dagger and punches at him and catches him and then clinks off his scales with a roar thump bellows as he takes damage the first noise he's made that's right. He doesn't make any sound. All right. He takes damage from the stab. And then a smell of... There is no describing this, but it's that smell you get when you're hit in the nose. Oh. Yes. So it's got like a metallic... metallic yeah. Yes, a metallic smell. That, that's perfect. There's a metallic smell as he is hit by the, by the wickedly sharp dagger. On board the Salahid, more fighting. And I'm, I'm not actually going to 
role for that. It's just there's fighting going on on the Salahid. Let's go back to the top. Peter, what are you doing? Well, I'm getting thoroughly fed up because I prayed to Ardenel that we'd be safe, but here we are. That but from just, the weather. Just for weather. That's true. And it, well, hey, Cut we, that are, out. we are attacked <laughs> by a storm. Cut out the last hour. <laughs> we are attacked by a storm of marauders. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to, with my mace still pulsating with thunderous energy, I'm going to grab a guy by the shirt collar and just whop right in the head. What on earth? <laughs> That's a 11. That's a hit. Oh, cool. You barely hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's 3d6 points of damage, ladies and gentlemen. Dang. Including your mace? It, yeah, yeah. My, my mace is 1 and it's 2d6 because of the thunder. All right, that is an even 9 points of damage. And he also has to make a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away and knocked prone. Also, the whole area within 300 feet sounds with thunder. What's the target number? Spell save DC? 13. The sailor ragdolls backwards, hits the rail, there's a crunch, and then he goes over the rail with a, with a terrifying scream. Which one goes crunch? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is it for your turn. Tira. I have no more guys in front of me, right? I just killed everybody? Correct. Okay. And... There's two, well, one with Peter now. Right. There's a couple more on on this ship. Okay. And they're all within walking distance for you. Did you have something else in mind? Uh, yeah, I was thinking that because of hearing the people getting onto the our ship, what was it called again? The Salahid. Salahid. If I were going to head back to the Salahid, would that take me by Peter or is he the opposite direction? To get to the Salahid, you would be going the opposite direction of Peter. All right, because I was thinking I might run that way, grab the other axe out of the mass and have both of them You can do that. But I'd have to go back that way and then... I was thinking. I was thinking of it as being a, a, a fluid thing. Like I turn to go to the other ship, grab my axes out of the mass as I go and then just vault to the other back to the other ship maybe even saying you know don't follow me or something like that and you you can work it like that these ships are long you could run in an arc and then make it over the rail further aft on the ship okay but thump is engaged in a fight with somebody isn't he no oh he he was stabbed by somebody he was stabbed but he's not engaged in a fight himself all right, so I'm going to call out, Thump, follow me! And I'm going to run in an arc, grab my axe out of the mast, and jump onto the, jump back onto the Salahid. As you pass, you smell a flat, dusty smell. He's not coming with me, huh? That's all you're doing? I guess I, I can't attack if I'm doing all that, right? Right, so grabbing the axe, and I'm assuming you're, you're basically going to have to sprint in order to get all that done, mm-hmm. which a double move is going to take your action. So yeah. yeah. All right, so you uh, go ahead and do the uh, athletics check. Oh, okay. You need to beat a 12. 18 plus 6. Yeah. <laughs> so you end up in a little somersault yeah, yeah. On, the, on the deck of the Salahid, and you come up ready. You're, right, you're, right. You're, uh, now, what this does mean also is because you did not attack or take damage this turn, your rage dissipates. So you find yourself standing on the deck of the Salahid, pitching back and forth, and you're not quite sure what's happened and why you're covered in blood. 
so you remember vaguely mm-hmm. uh, activity and, and pain and hitting Peter now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoops. But, uh, yeah, it's not quite all clear to you. Womberbash, your turn. Um, I am on the pirate ship, correct? You're making, uh, you, you're going to have to hoist yourself up. Okay. I want to get onto that ship. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Um, you want me to roll for that? Yes. I want you to do an athletics check uh, with a DC of 12. Okay. <laughs> luck point? Yes. Luck point. <laughs> <laughs> do worse. <laughs> it's a little bit better, but. What'd you get? Um, an eight. You reach up and you grab onto the prow of the pirate ship, uh, but the metal slips beneath your fingers and you find yourself sliding back down. Do I see anybody on the pirate ship? You do. Uh, There appear to be four figures on the deck of this ship, and one of them is yelling commands to the pirate sailors. Okay. Peter... You smell your green, earthy smell rolling off of thump. And then that's followed by a smell of salve, of a healing mixture. Go ahead and roll that. Seven. You feel new life coming back to you as nine hit points are added to you temporary hit points. Dude. And again, thump comes along behind you pat you, and then begins heading back in the direction that Tira just sprinted off in. I feel un- I- invincible. I almost <laughs> said unvincible. And then it's the good sailors. They continue their fight on board the Salahid, and even here on the wreck, the bad sailors return the favor, and they're not doing very much either. <laughs> and so it's back to Peter. All right. Well, then, I am going to... I'm going to put Searing Smite onto my mace, and I'm going to attack another one of these here hoodlums. That's a 15. That's a hit. That's 2d6 points of damage, and on each, on the start of each of its turns, uh, he must make a constitution saving throw or take another d6 of fire damage. That is... Eight points of damage initially. Okay. The sailor goes down. And his flaming clothing, he lands on one of the ragged sails that's draped across the deck. And immediately it catches fire. You just burn the ship! So now you have a flaming deck. There's blazing uh, light coming out of this central spot. But as soon as the fire flares up, the fog around you gets very seems to draw in around you, just like when you turn your high beams on when you're mm-hmm. driving in the fog. Mm-hmm. It becomes much harder to see. Tira from the deck of the Salahid, Lomberbash from behind you, you can hear crackling. But Tira, you can see a glimmer of looks like fire in the fog back okay. on the on the wreck. Tira, oh. it is your turn. All right. Um, can I? Has anyone? actually made it onto the deck, or are they still just the little grappling thingies? Several have come over the railing, okay. yes. Okay. But there are still some on the ropes. Okay, I'm going to go over to the deck and try and cut the with the ropes of the guys who haven't made it up yet. Okay, this is with an axe. A yeah, great, I have my great axe. This is with a great axe over the rail of a ship. So I'm going to have you do this with disadvantage because it's an awkward thing okay. to cut like that toward yourself with a great axe. Okay. Roll with disadvantage against an AC of 
10 for the ropes. Okay. Um, so the lower was 7, so 13. Okay. You feel a, a tug beneath your axe, and it's almost like with the back end of the axe as you're pulling away. Mm -hmm. It catches just enough, and there's the rope is hanging by just a little bit, and then you can hear it stretching, and yeah. then it snaps, and you hear a whole line of sailors mm -hmm. dropping into the water below. So you have kept one of the three longboats. Looking over the edge, you can see two others bobbing there with sailors still climbing. Okay. Womberbash. All right. Try again. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to get onto that pirate ship again. I am rolling now. Eighteen. This time you take a step back and you swing your leg up and you're able to roll right over the top of the rail and land on your feet on the deck above. Fantastic. Is there anyone right in my path? Not right in your path. The figures seem to be a good ten feet back from that. So uh, you... Can I locate the one who, um, by the way, I did, I was mistaken, you are correct. It's for one hour that I have those keen senses. With, with those keen senses, am I able to determine which one is barking orders? Yes, it's not hard at all to find out. Just like the actual Blackbeard. Okay, okay. Uh, he has a very frizzy beard, and he has tied squibs into his beard, and so they're they're on fire, and it's singeing the edges of his beard. There's a horrible hair smell, burning hair okay, smell. Excellent. I and, actually like that smell. Go ahead. And he <laughs> he looks at you with this scarred, pitted face that's heavy underneath his beard, and he laughs a low laugh. How, <laughs> how, how far away is he from from ten feet from me? Okay. Um, can I make it to him with it and do a strike? Yes. Fantastic. It took half your move to climb up. Okay. And you have another 15 feet. I am going to go toward him, and with my short sword, I'm going to swipe at him. I'm going to try to uh, get him in his jugular, if at all possible. I'm going right for his neck. Okay. You get stuck in his beard. And go right for the throat. <laughs> It is nine plus three, so 12. Your attack falls short. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you lunge and your sword, it's almost like he has calculated just how much distance you needed and your sword comes an inch short of his nose and he doesn't even flinch. He laughs at you as you draw back. That was Womberbash. Yes. Now it is Thump. Thump. He is basically, he used his last turn to get over by you, Tira. Mm-hmm. Again, you smell that uh, that hot honey smell okay, wafting so towards to get my you. Attention. He he uses your smell first to get your attention, and then the hot honey smell focuses your your senses okay. and allows you to execute this. You get a free attack using your reaction. Okay, so uh, whoever's nearest me on the deck. Yep, you spot a likely target. Okay. 18 plus 7, or 6. I have my fancy axe back. So you hit even more. Yeah, 25. <laughs> okay, yeah. Go ahead and roll for damage and include the superiority die. Okay. That's a good thing, too, because that's uh, 8 plus 7, 15. That target goes down. More fighting. Uh, you see a couple good sailors go overboard. You see a couple bad sailors go overboard. And Womberbash, on the pirate ship, it's just the five of you. There's three pirates, <laughs> their leader with a flaming beard, 
and you. So the three attack you first. One of them rolls a natural 20. Okay. So his attack is definitely going to hit for seven points of damage. And then Firebeard is going to slash at you first with a scimitar and then with a dagger. The scimitar hits, but he misses with the dagger. Okay, I'm an 18. I'm an 18 armor class. (laughs) For five points of damage. Okay. And maybe he's treated this with some kind of alcohol or something, but as the blade hits you, it burns. Ah! Ow, sir! (laughs) Ow! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back to the top. Peter? All right. Um, Do I see this fire beard? You're surrounded by fire. Yeah, I don't think so. You're You're on your ship. You can hardly see out of the fog where you are because of the light that's flickering and causing it to densify. All right, so how many pirates are near me? Two. Two? Okay. Or actually, no, I'm sorry, one. One? Okay. Well, yeah, you lit one on fire and you went overboard. (laughs) And then I knocked the other one into the stratosphere. Okay, well, I'm just going to cast Guiding Bolt. Do I get to roll my die? That's a natural one. Yes! I love natural ones. (laughs) You. Oh, man. (laughs) You whiff with this attack. It clings off of a metal band on the mast. Goes careening somewhere. You don't know where, but you hear another clang. And it comes back and it actually hits your intended target. <laughs> what? <laughs> I rolled, I, I set myself one to allow him to actually hit the right target. Your aim was so bad, it, it almost looks like you were trying to do a trick shot. <laughs> <laughs> and you end up hitting him. You're going to do half the damage you would have. Okay. That's the penalty. <laughs> Aww. going to roll 46. That double ding took some of the oomph out of it. Yeah. Nine points of damage. That's half the damage? Yes. Oh, because it was normally four. It was going to be four Four dice. He gave back two of them. Um, Yeah, so you... um, That happened. (laughs) (laughs) That happened just how it's set. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, interesting. So there's this silver streak, or what color is it for you? It's like green. Okay, a green streak zips through the fog and you think, ah, there's Peter. Mm -hmm. And it just goes, and then it suddenly makes a hard right and then it makes a hard right again, almost like in a big triangle. Yeah. And you have no idea what's going on. But then you hear a scream and you <laughs> maybe your first instinct is, oh, Peter. Peter! Yeah. But then you hear Peter just, go, yes. <laughs> I, no, I just kind of imagine like, you know, I, I'm charging it up on my finger and I point just as the pirate ducks. He stands back and goes, ha! He just it smacks into the back of his head. <laughs> Perfect. Let's what are do you it. doing today, Peter? Anything I feel like I want to do. Gosh! <laughs> Peter, after you, it's Tira and yes. then Wamberbash. Did I take him out or is he still alive somehow? Uh, yeah, he's dead. Yes. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> okay. Right. So the deck of the wreck is clear. Deck of the wreck is clear. You might want to hightail it out of there. It's on fire. <laughs> I'm on fire. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so now I turn my attention to this to the men who have come over the yep. the edge. Um, now I can't. I mean, technically, I now have both my axes back, but I can't just like be going away with both of them because they're right. two handed weapons. Fine. So I'm gonna keep the fancy axe out and. All right, I'm swinging for whoever's closest to me, I okay. suppose. Yikes. 13. That's a hit. Okay. Oh, they're 13. They're wearing clothes. I mean, it's oh. not like they're... All right. 14 points of damage. Goes down. Only 14? Oh, man. It's 19 plus 5. Yeah. Or 9 plus 5. 19 plus 5. <laughs> 5 equals 14. Yeah. You actually, like, he disintegrated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bash. Okay, I'm gonna go after Blackbeard again, uh, but this time I'm gonna I'm gonna spend five side points for brute strike, and okay. hopefully I hit. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty one. What? Okay. Yes. All okay. right. Oh, buddy. Oh my now, goodness! Oh my goodness! Six <laughs> d six points of damage. Oops! One second. So 10, this is 22, 26, 28 points of damage. <laughs> 28 points of damage. 28 points of yeah. damage. Oh, no, no, no. I know I didn't. I'm sorry. 30 points of damage. Why the 30? Because I get plus two for my, um, my short sword. <laughs> 30 points of damage yes. from, from a fifth level character. That's impressive. <sighs> this was with your short sword? Yes. You feel the power of your stone surging through you, and you lunge forward, and this time it's almost like you're seeing numbers around your hand, around your target, and your blade just plunges in, and you know that you hit the exact right spot. You feel the power surge through you, through your sword blade. You can feel it quivering as it strikes, and you just feel that satisfying thrust. And you pull back, and the captain... And his heart comes out like a kebab. (laughs) (laughs) And I bite it. (laughs) And the captain looks down, looks at you, (gasps) spits to the side, and you can see it's bloody spit. So you've obviously gotten him good. But now he and his fellows are going to attack. Okay. All right, so... More, is he like a demon or something? More goes on uh, on board the Salahid. It's all quiet on the wreck, and then it's the the five figures on the on the other ship. Wow! Oh, um, can I roar too? Roar, roar. like a lot, like 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 a lion, <laughs> like, like a, a full mane like type lion. So uh, more goes on on the deck. Uh, two more sailors come at you, Tira. Neither of them hits. That's right, they don't. One tries to get thump and misses. On your ship, Womberbash, one of them hits. Or you said 18? Yeah. Yeah, two of them hit. For four points of damage. Thank you. Yeah, I rolled double ones. Okay, and then the captain. Looking a little more respectful, but still... Angry. Misses with both of his attacks. Yes! Okay, back to the top. Peter, what are you doing? Right, lads! Onto their ship! 
and then I'm going to charge onto the pirate boat. Okay, you you have plenty of movement to get to the prow, but now you need to lift yourself up and over. That's a DC of twelve. Oh, Seventeen. Yes. I'm going. I'm going to quote Michael. I am going to make it. <laughs> I'm going to make it. All right, you pull yourself up and over, and I'm going to say you with the movement you took to get there and then hoisting yourself that's your move so you can do a ranged attack guiding bolt <laughs> okay on on, on fire beard. you see the you see the the surreal picture of this man with a burning beard with a hole in his torso <laughs> yeah i can see right through him okay so who are you directing this toward Firebeard. okay is that a question <laughs> 15 that's a hit all right, I'm going to need two D6s. Here's one. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's got some nice heft to it. Yep. All right. 15 points of damage. Well, you guys are taking it to him. He's not dead yet, isn't he? He's not. I knew it. Tira? Nothing else. Like, there's nothing else I can do. All I can do is just. You're doing plenty. Up. I know it's just, it's just the same thing. I, I know that I'm doing damage. But I'm just saying it's like every turn they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that." No, oh, do this up here. And I'm like, I'm swinging with my axe. That's literally all I can do. You're the barbarian. Yeah. That's what you're made to do. Your mom is taking up a comfortable position at the base of the mast on the Salahid, and she's just got her hands behind her head, and she's just watching her girl work. That's my girl. <laughs> That's what she sounds like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my girl. All right. That's what the dwar- that's what the dwarven woman it's sound that like. Mine lung. That's what the dwarven woman's. I've been right. smoking for right. thirty years. So I have my um, fancy axe out, and I'm just going to the next guy. I guess I blew the last one up, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sixteen. That's a hit. Okay. Oh. Oh. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. Okay. You do damage, but it's not enough. No. He only just loses an arm or something. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am going to um, take my uh, short sword, it will, again, and try to hit um, Firebeard. This time I'm going to spend... Um, is there something behind him, like a railing on a ship or a bulkhead or anything else? No, you're... If I were to knock him back, would he hit something? No. Uh in spite of the appearances of the sails, the ship actually seems to be run pretty tightly. Okay. Uh, and so there's not loose stuff just laying over the deck. All right, I'm gonna I'm going to do brute strike again. Okay. Yeah, thank you, because I want I want I want to think positively that this is going yes. to work. <laughs> Twenty three. That misses. No. What? No. No. Uh, 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 no. That hits. That hits. I will take you to court. <laughs> A beautiful sound. Oh. oh. So this is 10, 15, 16, 17, 18 points of damage. You pull your sword back. And at this point, the two or the three sailors that were with him see that you just delivered his death blow. And they immediately run and dive off of either side of the ship into the water. You hear the splashes below as they hit. The captain sits straight down and leans back on his elbows and holds his hands over the wound you just gave him. 
And again, he coughs and there's just a, a spew as he coughs. And he says, you may have stopped me, but you'll not stop him. He's coming for all of you. And then he falls back <laughs> and he dies on the deck of his ship. Can I, can I cut his head off and throw it over to um, the um, Al-Sahid? Or Al, whatever. The Salahid, yes. Salahid. Okay, go ahead and do that. It's a distance of about 40, I'm going to say 50 feet. So okay. you're going to have to do like a, almost like a, a discus throw okay. to get it over there. <laughs> Grabs it by the beard and just goes. Well, the beard's burning still. Uh, I'm going to say you're grabbing it by the hair and you're just going to launch it. And it's going to be a DC, uh, let's see, an athletics check. You need to beat a 15 okay? because you're throwing this through a bunch of rigging again. If it hits any of the rigging, it's probably going to fall into the water. Hanging in the... <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine... I'm like, look, <laughs> it's right there, look. <laughs> I was kind of imagine he throws it, smacks I'm try- I'm into a mast. I'm trying to obviously sh- strike fear yeah. in the rest of the other uh, sailors. Now you catch the uh, the salad heat on fire. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. All right. 15 or, yeah, 15 or higher. Yeah, looking seems to work. It didn't work this time. Okay. Oh, no. He rolled a two. It, so it flies cleanly through the air for about 10 feet, and, and then it, it hits, hits a rope and just goes straight down into the water off the side of the ship. Oh, my trophy. <laughs> you, see a little, you see a little puff of smoke. Yeah. And that's it. You know, no, I look over at Peter, I'm like, it would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> However. I'm over here nodding like, yeah, huh, yeah, sure. <laughs> he said, I'm, I'm sketching it right now. Yeah. Uh, the uh, what what the sailors on the Salahid see is a little flaming thing just appear for just a moment and then it just drops straight down and they have no idea what's going on. But the shouted commands from the captain of the ship have stopped, obviously. And in the in the absence of commands, the enemy sailors seem to know. Oh no. Cheese it. <laughs> time to get out of here. And so uh, they begin immediately disengaging. A few more fall uh, in the struggle, but a good number of them still make it down into the longboats and begin pushing away. Peter, do you, are you, you don't have any idea what he's talking about. None whatsoever. Well, we got to go warn the others. All right, so uh, we're just going to clamber over, taking our time so that we don't have to make a roll. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to stroll nicely. Actually, this one, going from the pirate ship to the wreck... Should be easier. ...is yeah, easy because yeah. you're was, dropping down. Yeah, I was thinking of just going from the ship to the wreck. Well, we got to traverse the, the fire on that other wreck. Yeah. Yeah, but we're taking our time. We're not in combat, so we're It's seasoned careful. wood. It seems like what caught fire was the rigging and the, okay. and the sail. The, the wood itself seems to be fairly impervious to that. It's, it's too uh, drenched. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you make it over onto the Salahid, and the, you can hear a ragged cheer from the sailors on that ship as the last of the pirates sail off into the fog. So I'm facing off, this, off, the, off the deck, uh, watching them retreat, so yes. they're coming up behind me. Yep. You, you approach Tira's square back. Hey, listen, I, I think I've got some bad news. That, 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 that pirate captain told me that we're going to have a hard time stopping somebody and that, that he's coming. He said, he said, you might have stopped me, but you aren't going to stop Peter him. Peter needs to impersonate him. <laughs> but you aren't going to stop him. Blood gurgling noise. 
he's coming for you all. Something like that. Wait, who said this? The captain. The captain. The pirate that, captain. That I killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, just kidding. I helped um, at the very least. Okay. He's coming. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what he was talking about. He died before he could say anything else. Hmm. And while Tira ponders this, we pull up and away from the <gasps> <laughs> from the roiling waters and tendrils of fog rising into the clear blue of the sky. The world spins beneath us once more, and we descend to the prison on the promontory. But things are not now as they were last time we were here. The prison is in ruins. Bodies of guards lie stiff on the frigid cobblestones, and the wood of the dungeon door has been blasted out in ragged splinters and black twisted metal that once formed its hinges. In the courtyard, the warden's body is the last to fall, hitting the ground stiffly. As the body drops away, we see the bespattered face of the handsome prisoner. The air around him is rent with the cheers of his fellow prisoners, a collection of the worst criminals in this corner of the world, all now free of their cells and looking for retribution over years of torment in this remote place. Their hungry eyes blaze with an inner fire that seems to render them immune to the effects of the cold and the bones of the earth. The prisoner's face isn't at all touched by emotion, however. His blue eyes scan the courtyard dispassionately, as though gauging something. As he turns slowly to face the prison's massive main gate, the sole remaining guard, the thin man we have seen a couple times before, runs forward, dropping to a knee. He lifts a bundle of cloth to the prisoner who delicately unfolds the rough fabric. The bundle contains a simple piece of metal, a featureless mask with two colorless stones set where the eyes should be. He lifts the mask gently, traces a crimson finger along the smooth metal, then fits it smoothly into place. When he turns to face his comrades, the inner light of the stones flickers and then fills each stone. Creamy white, glossy black. His voice rings metallically, and as he speaks, no one moves. Today, the Reaver Mordens has freed you from your bondage. Today, you live again, and can bring ruin to those who have done this to you. Today, you give your lives and your service to me, because today, you serve the one true God, Indatis. Today, we begin to return the world to him, just as we seek to bring him in the world. We rise back into the sky, feel the pull back to where our friends pitch and roll on the deck of a ship. And that's where we're going to end it. Man, we gotta get this guy. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk experience points. Yes, let's, please. (laughs) You are going to get 25 for the fight. That should launch the two fourth level characters well into yeah. the next level, level oh, five. Yeah. So stay tuned for the level up episode later this week. And I'm going to also award Peter five experience points for thinking to say a prayer and the way in which he did the prayer. That was great. And the role playing involved with that. I liked yeah, it a that lot. Was the prayer was my idea. No, it wasn't true. Wait, was? Was. I said, Peter, can you ask for Sham for prayer for a better uh, thing? Uh, but, yeah. the, but the execution of the no, prayer. No, it was, was, it was finally all, done. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I, I think Wilmer Bash deserves some for you can, you giving can me the idea. You can nominate him during more spell. 
<laughs> you don't need points. Point two five. You're fine. You can take one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any other uh, Norse battle time? Any other awards? First of all, Tira. Just, I mean, all but one obliterated everybody she just touched. And I you, mean, they disintegrated. She walked through and left behind clouds of red mist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, yeah, absolutely. I, I think she deserves some some awesomeness points for that. Yeah, why don't you take two? You obviously got the benefit of... Right. Of, I got a benefit in-game because I just killed everybody. Right, and you got the experience points from mm-hmm. the fight. Uh, but overall, well done. Those were some good rolls. It's good to see the dice treating you well tonight. Yes. Um, Could I get bonus for my uh, totally on purpose trick shot? <laughs> <laughs> you got the bonus of that. Yeah, the <laughs> but bonus I love it. That, yeah. Uh, and just be aware that Thump is also eligible. Okay. Eligible uh, for what? For uh, experience nominations. Experience oh. He's technically a character. He's a DMPC. Oh. I didn't quite understand. When she said, go with me, but he declined. What was he the situation declined. behind He that? wanted to stay behind to help heal Peter. Because on his next turn, like then, that. he did the thing. I and... like that. I like that teamwork. I think he should get like a point for like thinking more along the lines of, let me heal my my shipmates over maybe like glory of, of either killing somebody or, or like thinking about just simply fighting. Okay, I'll take it. And that was dope because he did it twice. He did it once for Tira and once for Peter. He never healed me, but he helped me. Oh, he me. gave you he an extra attack people. turn or something like yeah. that, or, right? Extra. So he, I've I've created Thump as a battle master. Oh, okay. So the path as a fighter, <laughs> okay. he's able to take. He has a certain number of superiority dice that he can use during a long, during a, a period before a long rest, and basically he can grant abilities to other people. So he's a fighter, but he's kind of like, com- he's commanding the battlefield. He's a support right, so fighter. he doesn't fight, but he gets well, other people. Well, he doesn't fight right now because he's not equipped to do that. Okay. Um, Got it. He's missing something. He's missing my dagger I was going to give him. He's missing a sword. No, he has most of what he needs. He just needs a little bit more. He has a stick. He has a stick. Oh, a soul stone. Oh, wait. He has the a bow thingy. Stone. Where'd you get him a star He just stone? needs a thing. <laughs> sinew. <laughs> and stuff. Okay. And things. Looking at it that way, yes, you can tell that it's a bow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that's what he's lacking to be fully capable. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I, I've never played a battle master before, and I think it's kind of neat being able to basically give other yeah so he focused on you for the attacks because you were doing so well yeah. tira and he focused on you peter because he saw you get injured and he didn't focus on one he saw me jump was... into the to the rigging and he thought well he's an idiot and he just <laughs> said, i'm not even gonna deal with that guy. lost cause <laughs> all right so any other experience point awards nominations i liked it um, yeah yeah i like the imagery that was in my mind. Yeah, I like any too. points for thinking. Let me go take out because that was my that was my purpose the entire time was take out take cut the head yeah. off the snake. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was always mm. going to head over there because I was going to try to, um, you know, basically stop. Take another one. I mean, uh, <laughs> not, not snake. Cut the head off the eel. Yeah, that's right. Cutting the head off the eel. Let's go ahead and hit the recap, Meredith. Why don't All you start right. us off? So Tira is now 19 points into level five. Yay! Womber Bash is 37 points into level five. You need to quit begging for points. <laughs> You're fine. 
Peter Greyhawk is now 24 experience points into level three. Great. Good job, everyone. Paladin. <laughs> okay. Level three? What? <laughs> uh, good job. And you all, I think you worked together well. You thought ahead. Uh, and I had fun doing this in another environment where the environment had an effect on the fight. Yeah. So yes. getting from ship to ship, mm-hmm. the rocking of the ships, uh, being like able it. to set the, the stuff on fire. Yeah. Uh, that added challenges. Mm-hmm. So... We'd love to hear what you think, stackers. If you have any ideas or uh, anything you particularly liked about the episode, please tell us. We'd love to hear about it on Twitter, Instagram, or even in a five-star review. We'd really love that. And we will see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. And... If she gets to 20th level as a barbarian, she has unlimited rages. She can rage whenever she wants. (laughs) Where is my iced tea? (laughs) You threw my boots overboard. That was 10 years ago.